Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Thursday. It is the 5th of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. States, local governments, and internet providers have until a week from tomorrow, the 13th of January, to challenge the Federal Communications Commission's national broadband map. The map shows where service is and is not across the country. It will help determine how much funding states will receive for broadband access. University of Iowa's Whitney Zond says the map uses address-level data, improving on past maps, but says it does not show how much broadband costs at each location. I think a couple of key things when we think about access to, to anything, whether it's broadband or healthcare, it's not solely is it available, but is it affordable and is it high quality? Zahn says it's important to challenge any of the map's inaccuracies so residents get reliable and affordable broadband access. January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. With the Iowa legislative session starting next week, anti-trafficking advocates are discussing steps they want lawmakers to take to prevent human trafficking and help survivors. IPR's Grant Gerlock has the details. Child sex trafficking sometimes starts with connections made online through social media, according to Teresa Davidson of Chains Interrupted. That's an eastern Iowa nonprofit that works to prevent human trafficking. Davidson says parents and caregivers should talk to kids about online relationships, but she says lawmakers could also push device and tech companies to do more. For instance, she says safe browser settings should be turned on automatically instead of being an option buried in user settings. Children do not have the developmental capability to handle what will be thrown at them online. And so as adults, as a community, as lawmakers, we need to help protect our children. Davidson says Iowa lawmakers should also pass a safe harbor law so victims of sex trafficking are safe from criminal liability and put more funding into survivor services. In Cedar Rapids, officials say their investigation continues after an explosive device was found in a residential neighborhood that's about a mile northeast of downtown. Cedar Rapids police say yesterday, that actually it was on Tuesday morning, a concerned citizen notified police there was something suspicious in an alley behind a home that's near an elementary school. Technicians from the Cedar Rapids Metro Hazardous Devices Unit determined it was an improvised explosive device. The device was safely removed and mitigated. Despite several rounds of heavy snow in recent weeks, it will take significantly more precipitation to break Iowa's long-running drought. State climatologist Justin Glisson says much of the region is far behind on moisture levels. We're going to need several months, if not more than a year, of above-average precipitation in those drier parts of the central region and western Iowa. You look at Sioux City, uh, around there, 47% of normal precipitation for the year going back three years, 25 inches below average, plus in certain parts of the state. Large portions of Iowa are in moderate to severe drought, and multiple northwest Iowa counties are in the D3 category of extreme drought. But parts of Woodbury and Monona counties are in the worst category, D4, for exceptional drought. Glisson says the soil needs to recharge in order to rebound. Much of Iowa, as well as Nebraska and South Dakota, has been in a significant drought for most of the last two years. And COVID-19 hospitalizations and reported positive tests have ticked up slightly in Iowa during the past week. 248 Iowans hospitalized have tested positive. That's as of yesterday. 
State health officials say more than 3,000 positive tests were reported in the past seven days. And the CDC says 64 percent of all Iowans have completed their primary COVID vaccine series, while 18 percent have received the most recent bivalent booster. This is Here First from IPR News. Find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Support for IPR comes from The Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine, offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about The Healing Room at upstreamfm.com.